Well, Are you listen, ready? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not late. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not quite as timely as you wanted me to. It was a long day at work, okay? Night gathers, and so my watch begins, and now it's over. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Game of Thrones Review, Season 8, Episode 3, The Long Night, which wasn't that long. And we survived. And we survived. We did just fine. Uh, All things considered, we did pretty good. We did. So, spoilers uh, for you out there that have not watched the episode yet. Why did you even click on us? Is beyond me. Apparently, you like the spoilers. You just like the spoilers. So you probably just listened to yes. our Endgame episode yep. without going to see Endgame. So. Yes. So uh, a fun little anecdote yeah. before we get into the review, because we've got a yep. lot to unpack, so I figured we'd just jump right into the review. Yes. But uh, I am in training for my new job at Apple, yes. which Apple has called, aptly named it Core, <laughs> which I thought was pretty yeah. clever. Yeah. Uh, so this was the last day of what they call the out-of-store Core. Uh, before I start actual training. Yep. And uh, it was basically three days of, you know, whitewashed walls, sitting around a conference table, talking for nine hours every day uh-huh. about what the company expects of you and all of these things. It was me and six other other people. Uh, and <laughs> two of them are really big Game of Thrones fans, and uh-huh. one of them is a very casual Game of Thrones oh, fan. Oh, no. I know. And it was this was on me. So since you already know where this is going, I'll just skip right to the yeah. end. Uh, today, someone was someone said like, if I could be any fictional character, it would be the Night King, and I was like, why? He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> the look in the silence. I'm already oh guessing. Oh my god, it was. I got terrible. it pictured in my head, and it was one of those things where as soon as I said it, like I covered my hands like right over my mouth. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, alive and thriving. There's no. There's no point in trying to bring it back at no, that point. Like no. the spoiler has been delivered, the punch has been made. So uh, that was that was kind of a low blow for me. I'm surprised I still have my job. Yeah, actually. seriously. They're like, ah, this guy's not good at keeping this, secrets. This guy's an asshole, yeah. So anyway, uh Game of Thrones season three or season eight, episode three was a mind fuck. Jesus Crow. Like I don't think I could have called half the stuff that they did. In Definitely there. not. Um, they, uh, I, I think. So I want to call it right out in front because it is uh, a pretty controversial episode. Which yes. We all knew it would be regardless yeah. oh, of yeah, what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, we knew that this would this would divide the fans. Uh, and part of the problem, I think, is theory crafting. Yes. And actually, because of this, I sort of want to step away from that. I want to okay. make an effort to step away from that because uh, I'll admit. I've since changed my review. This is a spoiler alert for my uh, my review of the this episode. My mm-hmm. rating for this episode's a ten. Um, last night it was like a seven. Yeah. Right after I saw it, and it was because of the expectations that I had created. You put on it, yes. Because it was like, well, this is how I would have done it. Mm-hmm. But the important thing is, is that I didn't do it, and neither did you, and neither did anyone listening to this podcast, and neither did everyone else outside of the Game of Thrones cast and yes. crew. Yep. It's their show. They can do what they want with it. And so to create these expectations for yourself only sets you up for failure, Yep, uh, in my opinion, and it, and it can result in these sorts of things. So, uh, yeah, a, a super polarizing episode. Yeah. And uh, I would I would say that I, I, I enjoy theory crafting. Yeah. Um, I enjoy... 
the thought of like, oh, what if they did it this way? Just to kind of try and see, test A, your like storytelling ability, see if it makes sense, see if you could work things in there differently. And for stuff that's shit and you know is shit, that's fine. Yeah. Totally yeah. fine. But when you do that on a show that as good as Game of Thrones is, it's yeah. kind of hard. The question you need to ask yourself, even though they didn't do what you thought they could have done, you got to ask yourself simply, did they do the story the way the story needed to be told? Did they tell it right? Yes. And even out if they of the didn't stuff do that it my did. way, did they do it well? Yes. Did, and did that's, that's well? if the answer is those is yes, then yeah. you still have your like, oh, that would have been so cool if they did this type yeah. thing. But to just shit on them and say it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Because they didn't make those choices. Right. And I think one of the big ones is character deaths. And that's something that I'd like to start off with before we get into. Okay. Um, Not many character deaths in this episode. No. And that's okay. It's okay because there is still potential that characters... If characters don't all of a sudden die off, I would be concerned. Sure. But here's my thing. Is I think Game of Thrones has been dubbed the show that kills people characters yeah like you always have to be concerned about your main characters and whatnot i don't actually think that's the case i just think they're the show that subverts expectation that is very true and yesterday we got our expectations subverted left and right and left and right and time and time again i think that's masterful of their their ability to do that and to and to pluck something out of the air that could not possibly have been seen coming yeah i've heard i think one theory that had Arya involved in it. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I when I saw the theory, I totally passed it off as being yep. total bogus yeah. um, nonsense. But, you know, there are... I just... I feel like it's a... It, I feel like it goes back to that theory crafting thing where it can be dangerous when you start to assume things of a yes. show. And, yeah. and and you, you can't make the show something that it's not. Yeah. And to say that... Uh, this show has really made a living off of killing main characters isn't really true. No, it's as not. Far no, as, no, 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 As far as like what made the show great. What made the yeah. show great was subverting expectations. And things like Arya killing the Night King is unexpected yes. and a twist. And, and I think that that is a really big return to form for the show. Yes. Since season seven. Yeah. And so I, I applaud them for doing, making the decisions that they made and the characters that did die, which is important in a medieval show. And I think in R. R. Martin's version or R. R. Martin's ghostwriter, when he bites when the he dust, bites the dust yes. <laughs> um, I think his will involve more death because he's always believed that, you know, all these stories of kings and queens, and no one's really safe. No one's more safe than someone else. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh, so I think that, but well, anyway, regardless, it, it, I think it, I think for our viewers at least, I want to foster a positive place. Me too. I want to foster a positive community. So if you're down on this episode and if you, if it wasn't everything that you were expecting, that's okay. Yeah, life isn't everything that we were expecting. You know, there were I mean? some so. things that I I figured they were going to do, expected them to do, and they didn't do them in the episode. Yeah, but everything that I saw in there, I was like, it, "This is." I'm on the edge of my seat the entire the time, time I'm watching it. Yeah, and at moments, I think these characters, like, oh, they're 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 dead. They're yeah. dead, and they didn't die, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would have think- if I, definitely if I would have done it, I probably would have killed off one or two other characters just to do that deep emotional impact of like this is what our sacrifice yeah you have you have this episode and you have like obviously they didn't know it at the time but we've built up such an expectation around this episode to be 
you know, this is where, you know, everyone's going to die. Yeah. And this is the one. So, you know, in hindsight, I'm sure maybe maybe Dan Benioff and DBYs aren't necessarily kicking themselves, but maybe they're like, oh, this may have been a good episode. And obviously we don't know what's going to happen in the next three episodes. No. They've got an hour and 20 minutes in each episode. Yeah. And uh, something that I do love and that grew on me since last night, uh, and I was just listening to Nerd Soup, which is another unpopular opinion from them, is that uh, Aaron, one of the uh, one of the folks on the show, is uh, has always believed that Cersei was the villain of the mm-hmm. show. They mm-hmm. they've been reviewing the show since like season three. Yeah, and he was like, "That's the bad guy." No, and I would and, agree with you. Yeah, I, like, I would one hundred percent agree that's with the that. one. And you know, we have this great big battle with death and all these things. But you know, like when you compare who you want defeated more, the Night King or Cersei? Yeah. Everyone's on Cersei. Yes. You know what I mean? And they even made a joke in that episode where it was like, what if that's what the Night King was doing? Like, he was like, damn, Cersei's got to go. Like, we got to yeah, build an yeah, army yeah, up to yeah, go yeah, take yeah. on Cersei. So yeah, yeah. He tries and gets the whole world together to go and kill Cersei. That's you know? that's a funny point. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I think that the miscommunication may have been done in earlier seasons and stuff that making it out to be that the white walkers were supposed to be the be all end all yeah. of the game of thrones. And no, no, no. It's always been about the throne. It's always been about um, people. It's the politics. Yes. And that we've got three more episodes of like game of thrones. We got, yes. the po- we got, we got politics. Yeah. Coming in. So, and it's one of those things where like in TV series, like the, there's a failure that TV series do a lot of the time. And it's usually because when they get to season three, they've ran out of everything that they needed to do. Yeah. They don't set up enough story in the first season. Right. To make it branch out. One of the things that's great about Game of Thrones is that they already got a through line. Yeah. Through George R. R. Martin. But there was enough stuff in that first season uh-huh. to branch the story out through all the whole thing. Yeah. And by putting in these two, like starting off with the kind of secondary bad guy and then going all the way through and finding out that that bad guy is not the actual ultimate bad the guy end all be all, is a yeah. flip on some things because yeah. what they usually do is they put a small tease, small, small tease of the bad guy that's really it's, the bad it's one. pulling the strings. Yeah, the, the, the one string. that's actually behind it all. Um, but yeah. in this one, they flipped it to where that guy, the bad guy that we see right off the bat, oh, that's actually the one that's getting yeah. knocked off. Yeah. And I mean, you think about it from the book perspective, you've got like maybe three or four direct scenes with the walkers. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you don't even have hard home in, in the, you know, you hear yeah. about hard home. That's all. Um, and I think now that we know that the walkers weren't the main villain of the show, it's like, okay, I can see that. Like George yeah. has been planting that seed for a long time. And you even think of, uh, did you watch the po- the post credit episode? Yes, thing? I did. Yeah. So it's like you have uh, DB Weiss saying that they've known it was going to be Arya for a few years. Now. Yes. And so you can understand way more some of the things that you know you've got George R. R. Martin all the way back having Melisandre's um, prophecy for Arya uh-huh. that should close blue eyes forever. Yes. Uh, and then like we will meet again. And what do we say to the God of Death? Like not today. Yeah. Um, and then we have Bran giving Arya the dagger, and we've got uh, uh, Arya training with Brienne. She does that move yes. with, the, with the flip of the blade. Like, there's just so many things that 
that make it make sense. It's not. It's not. It's out of nowhere, yep. but it's not undeserved. Yeah, it's very not true. like it's not like Sansa came out of nowhere and was like, mm-hmm. yeah, and like stab the, the Night King in the back. You know. Yeah, we've seen a progression of this character to where they were the ones that's perfectly suited to do this task, yeah. Yeah. Um, and everything that was leading up to that was set up for her to stop yeah. the Night King. Yeah. Um, and going back and watching those episodes and seeing like ah. That was a plant in this, this ultimately, this scene, this stab in the gut of Mr. Yeah. Frosty. Like, yeah. that. that's what it was all led up that's to. That's what it was going to. Um, yeah. Stick him with the pointy end. Yeah, yeah. literally. Like, yeah. From episode yeah. one, you yeah. know, you've got, uh, you've heard her stories come full circle. Yeah. What I'm really excited about, let's talk about this for just a few more minutes, yep. uh, and then we'll probably come back and talk about it again once we get there. Uh, the reason I think we're doing it this way is because... As far as chronology is concerned, it's kind of tough to follow this episode. I kind of want to do main points. I do. I because, would rather do that because yeah, it's such a big episode. It's so big and would be here for 10 hours yeah. if we were to discuss everything. So I think I want to pick out – because did you see it again? Did you get the chance yeah, to see yeah, it again? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So I haven't got the chance to see it again. Um, so I only saw it with the premiere. Uh, so it's you know it's still there because it's pretty much all I've been yep. thinking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it would be a little better today to do like big moments that stood out yeah. to us. Um, so, but with Arya, um, I just I think it was great. I think yeah. I think it's cool that my favorite character got to have that moment, uh-huh. uh, and that's I don't know that, that that was nice. I think she's had a really worthy uh, story arc for yes. that, and I think. Uh, I don't know. Like, I just love that she was the least expected candidate for that. And I'm really looking forward to next week when we see how certain characters treat her now. Yes. You know what I mean? Because you got to throw some respect on that. Oh, name now. yeah. You know, it's like it's like uh, Sam kills a White Walker and a Then Who's the first person to do that? Samwell. It's like Jon Snow won all these battles or I guess didn't win, but he survived all these battles against certain enemies and, and two against the Night King. Uh-huh. Um, so you know you gotta have some respect on that, but like Arya's the 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 end all be all. She yeah. she she threw the three point the three pointer for, for in overtime. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, she, yeah. she she was the savior down of the day. to the wires, yeah. stabbed them, destroyed the entire army. Yeah, like. it, it was huge. So I want to see like there's obviously no place for her in the throne because it's not what she wants. No. And her character's not made out for that. Yeah. But like, what's she gonna do? Like, yeah. she's, there's got to be some options for her now that have opened up where mm-hmm. it's like. I think she's fought the good fight, and unlike John, who's you know set up as this perfect penultimate character, but who continues to fail and fail and fail, uh, Arya was like set up for failure and has now won. Yes, you know what I mean. So it's interesting to see like what's she gonna do now? You yeah. know, she gonna retire early? She gonna? She gonna there she gonna is some theories Jersey, out there. Know? There and, is some theories that because she was uh, so obsessed with. Uh, the sister wives of Rhaegar, um, yeah. who ultimately became the Knights Guard, um, or the King's Guard, sorry. That she'll be that she charge. actually will be the King's Guard if like Danny and John if, figure if they, out who's they, who's yeah, doing they, what. Which I think is gonna be a I think uh, uh, just to prepare some people, I think if uh, if you found last week's episode, episode two, a little slow I'd say hunker down for next week because I think it's going to be another character-driven yeah. episode yeah. where we've got. I think we're going to be in between two battles, 
So I think next week's going to be another like very, very story or character driven uh, episode. Yeah, it's going to be about picking up the pieces and then uh, from what some things look like, it's picking up the pieces and trying to say that we we beat this. We can beat everything. Yeah. Now we've got now we've got the one more. And obviously, you know, it's not going to be the last war. No, it'll be the last war that we see in yeah. the show. But it, it won't. I think Daenerys saying, you know. I'm going to usher in peace is a load of shit. Uh, and I wish she had fucking died last week or yesterday, but that's fine. We'll talk, we'll talk about some of the things that I'm upset with as we yeah. go along through the episode. But I, I think that, that that's a good way to close out the, the yeah. Night King. I think we start at the end with that. And now uh, the music is another yes. thing that I wanted to highlight. Um, yeah. Raymond Dwayne and I'll never pronounce his last name Neither correctly, but, but hats off to him this season. Yep. He's uh Pay him overtime this season because he's he's got he's deserved it. He's got some originals. The, uh, the uh, end score, uh, the under the underline for the fall of yes. the Night King. It is just as good, as second only to to uh, Light of the Seven. Light of the Seven. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that was gorgeous. Because like every single time, like it would drop out into in, like just single instrument and stuff like yeah. that. It was just like, oh my goodness! I feel like I'm in the light of the seven again. Yeah. Like, what yeah. what terribleness is about to totally. fall? <laughs> and that's the thing. Like you, you you think of wins a winner comparing to the long night. This episode uh, is is interesting. There are, there are a few comparison contrasts, but with that song in specific, it's like you think they they did a redux of the uh, intro. Uh huh. And you're like, how do you top the original Game of Thrones intro? And they 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 do it like. And they rise to the occasion, and then you think the same thing. Like, how do you how do you make a track that can even compete with the light of the seven? Yeah. And Ramen's like, yeah, hold my beer. Like, <laughs> like, give me like, give me twenty minutes. Give me twenty good men. You know, give me twenty good men. Yeah. I'll make I'll make something that's better than. I'll make some music. Yeah, I'll make you some damn music. You know, get and the that, groove on the song during the battle too. During oh, the initial battle, yeah. with that percussion that was slowly getting yeah. faster and faster. So yeah, let's break it down. Some some of the scenes, yeah. Um, visuals, visuals. So I I wanted to give a shout out. We got to give a shout out again to, to Pochnik, the Miguel. master uh, Miguel Pochnik. Uh, dude can film a battle oh, yeah. like no other. Oh yeah. Um, every single thing that you see on the screen is just gorgeously like uh, uh, choreographed, painted. Yes. Um, and it's intense the entire time. Yeah. I was yeah. seriously on the edge of my seat because I thought at any moment one of these characters that we followed for so long we're gonna get is gonna bite the dust. Bite the and, dust. And something so like I've seen people complaining about how it was so dark. It's supposed to be that. Dark. It's supposed to. You're be. supposed to have no idea what's going yes. on. And what I liked about that is that you see a lot of characters that look similar to our main characters exactly, die. Exactly, exactly. And you're like, did they just brush over, like, Tormund yeah. dying? Or did they just brush over, you know, uh, a Grey Worm? I thought, he, I thought he got stabbed, like, seven yeah, times. Yeah, exactly. And I like that feeling. Yeah. And, and in the end, it is a little season seven of them to not have more of them die. Yes. And that's something that I, I will admit keeps it. Like, I'd say my review, my overall score of this episode is like a 9.9 mm-hmm. and really the only thing keeping yep. back from that 10 is that more people didn't die but that's a fucked up thing to say yeah. you know what I mean so it's like so uh, let, I, I want to point out just the the first part of the yeah. episode skipping over Sam and stuff getting ready yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. going into like the first moments at the 
the front lines. At the battle. Um, I started to panic when I saw that figure coming out of the storm. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Are, they, put, yeah, are they Are they having a, like a, a signal parlay type moment? Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? And then I saw the red cloak and I was like, is she working for the Night King? Yeah, like what, what's time? she doing? Yeah, and then it turns out she's like there to like light all the uh, whatever the uh, Dothraki sabers are. Yeah, um, the and, the, uh, the uh, Ar- Arax. Yeah, is what they're Arax. called. Yeah, um, and lights them all up, and everybody's getting all hyped and stuff. They ride in a battle like a badass, like they've always done, and we just see the flickering of the lights in the I'll distance just fade in the dark. Away. And it just starts and you to see fade the little battle cries turn into shrieks and screams. Yeah. And the shot where they pull away to John and Danny, it looks like a city was yes. moving across yep. the field. Like it was gorgeous. Sapochnik, that was amazing. That That's was, a way to start a battle. That right there. and the dragons yep. uh, flying in the moon. That, yeah. Those two were like, that's your yeah. that's your magnum opus right there. Yeah. I know you're directing the next three episodes, but still, yeah. that was your that was your magnum opus thus far. So as soon as those lights went out and we we're yeah. in dead silence for a little while, I'm just like I'm panicked. Yeah, I I'm honestly panicked, even though I know they can't kill everybody off. Right, but in the back of my mind is they could fucking kill everybody yeah. off. And like, there were a lot of times during the episode where I was thinking that. Yeah, you know, but we're like, oh, is this it? Yeah, like, is this are we seriously? Done now? I thought it might have been a thing where they're going to just pull some bullshit move with yeah. Brand sitting out there that it's going to be everybody dies and the Brand's like wargs and we realize that he's actually having a vision. Yeah, and we're like, oh, it didn't oh, really you happen. That. Yeah, I went well, all I'll, the way I'll talk to about uh, my Twilight. I'll, t- <laughs> I'll talk about <laughs> so bad, so fucking bad. I'll talk about my theory when we round up on that scene again. Yeah. But, um, yeah, a few other a few other scenes that really stood out to me w- was when Daenerys flies in and and joins the battle, and John chases after her, mm-hmm. and uh, she sees uh, all the White Walkers on the on the outskirts of the trees. Yep. and so she like dive bombs for, and then the blizzard comes in, and again, like I I love that you you don't know what to expect, no. and then every time you see a dragon, you're like, is that the Night King? Is that the Night King? Yeah, because I think. Right around that moment was when I was like, yeah, Night King's not going to the Citadel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think that's what oh, I, I realized very early. Yeah, I think that's very when it early. dawned on me that it was like, ooh, yeah. As soon as I saw the like the wind blowing, I was like, Night King's here. Yeah. He's yeah, the only one that could probably do he's that. He's the only one who's <laughs> capable of doing that. Um, I, I need to give... I need to give my friend some grief. I don't know if he listens to the show, but um, my buddy David sent me a text this morning that was like, "Dude, I think the white, wa- I think the Night King was a Targaryen because he was like immune to the fire. And yeah, he could ride a dragon." And I responded, "I was like, he's dead. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care about him anymore. Like that's like giving me that's like giving me like uh uh um the uh, that's like giving me any old any dead characters. Theory. Yeah, yeah." Like, what if Rob Stark was actually the bastard? It's like, yeah, I don't fucking yeah. care. He's dead. Yeah. Like, let him, let the man rest in peace. But it's to like, give your buddy credit, I actually, that was one of the first things I thought when he came out of the fire. I was like, oh, know, he's a Targaryen, possibly. You know, my first, I said this out loud at the, at the party that I was at. I uh-huh. was like, dude, he's like Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I was like, are we going to see him force projecting himself <laughs> over here? I was like, this is how they should have done Luke Skywalker. He should have actually been there, taking on all yeah. those bullets and been like, yeah, you're not touching me. Uh, 
Yeah, so a few a few other scenes that I really liked. Um, we've got a great moment with um, with uh, Clegane, with Sander Clegane, yeah. uh, where he's kind of, you know, he puts in his good fight. And then, as always, the fire the fire gets, gets to him, to him and, and we get we we get to see that like that fear with him for a second because like to us it's like oh it's fire just stay away from fire yeah. but when he's looking into the flames it's not it the flames aren't just flames no it means death is in the flames yeah. quite literally because yeah. all those whites were all back lit by or front lit by those flames yeah. and it looked like they were a part of it yeah. and it. That's that's what he sees every time he gets near fire. Right, right. Um, another great scene. I'm kind of skipping back and forth, so forgive us for doing that. But uh, I should have let you take lead on this, but I've already, uh, <laughs> already, you're already got it. <laughs> uh, so you're going to have to deal with me going back and forth a lot on this timeline for the episode. But uh, when, when uh, Bran and Theon have their little moment before uh, shit hits the fan. Yeah. Uh, when when Bran is like everything you did brought you to where you are home. That's a really cool moment. Yes. And then I I saved the image on my phone because I thought it was so funny and uh, I posted it on Reddit and I said when you have to go and it's just Bran saying I'm going to go now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like oh that's got to go on Reddit so yeah. I put that up there. Um, I I thought that scene was pretty funny. Bran yeah. is like I don't know what it is. But he's he's quickly becoming my favorite character of season eight. Yeah. Like every time he speaks, it's like it fills me with such curiosity, and I laugh every time he says something because he's so goddamn creepy. Yeah, and I really hope we find out more about, about what the him. hell is going I'd on. Pre- like I know I just gave my whole preachy sermon about how we shouldn't theory craft, but because it sets up expectations. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. honestly, if we don't find out a little bit more about Bran, I will be a little ticked off. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, and which is why I think they had such a good opportunity with um, Tyrion and Bran during the during the before the battle. Yeah. Um, but anyway, anyway, we might find out if there was anything discussed. It might be the same thing with the Cersei Tyrion meetup um, at the yeah. end of uh, season seven. Yeah. Um, where like everybody theorized that like oh Tyrion and her talked more they're about gonna save the baby. They're going to save the baby. Da da da. All this other yeah. stuff. And it's like nope. It was just like they just, oh you're pregnant. And then the scene ended, and that was all they discussed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, this this could be the same thing with Bran Tyrion. Like, they just talked about, you know, hey, you drink a lot. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I I, yeah, it, what I – there's really nothing that he could have said about a story that we didn't see. Yeah. Because really that's all they're doing is catching up since, uh, since season two. Yeah. Season one. And he, there's also a possibility that he did tell Tyrion some sensitive information. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but I mean, it could also be like a Doctor Strange thing, where like if yeah. Bran let out too much before the Night King was a dead, maybe none of that would happen. You yeah. Know what I, mean? I guess Tyrion maybe because he was down in the crypts. There's he didn't have a whole lot of influence on the battle. Yeah. Speaking of the crypts. Yeah. Everyone, we, everyone thought that would happen. So yeah, it's been yeah, on the yeah, nose yeah. that it did happen. <laughs> that was still pretty cool. I'm glad that that wasn't a huge deal. Yeah, but they were like, "Hey, see, we we we're, we're, we're fans too. We're yeah, following yeah, yeah, along, yeah. you know." But <laughs> but that it wasn't like, "Oh, everyone in the crypts is now dead." I yeah, that. I think that they should have killed probably Gilly or Missandei. Well, here's the thing: I think next week we might get a few like uh, moments where characters come together, yeah. and then they're like, "Wait a minute, where's Grey Worm?" Yeah, you know what I mean. 
I think that'd be cool if some of those characters died off screen. But because, I think we like, got to look didn't at see Grey, Grey Worm. Worm. I think we got to look think, at Grey Worm. I don't think. Well, you you saw it yeah. more recently than I did. But there are characters that we didn't see post. Yeah. Uh, Arya killing the Night King. That it's like, you know, they could be dead. The ones that we saw, yeah, we saw pretty much everybody. We do, from the okay. Main cast. All right, yeah. so maybe not. But there's still. really only four deaths in this episode. Liana that really counted. The, the, like the biggest one of the punch ones. for me. Jorah, Liana. Jorah dying yeah. and 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 Ed dying were pretty tough. Yeah, but I'm not gonna lie, I was a little bummed that Ed died first and not. Yeah, Jorah. Uh, that was kind of a bummer because there are a lot of times where I think Jorah should have died before he did. Uh-huh. And there were a few times where I was thinking just in the nature of how Game of Thrones has kind of turned in was like, is he going to walk this one off? You know what I mean? Like, does yeah, Jorah live no. through this one? That'd be kind his of time was His time was up, with especially how they sent him off in episode two. I really wanted Daenerys to die. Um, yeah. I really thought. I, I, she, I didn't think she would die in this episode. She, she may like, die. She falls off Drogon. Yeah. And Dro- Drogon's was cool, and he's got like White Walkers, and he's, he's shaking, shaking himself off like off. their ants. Yeah, or that was really cool. Him. Yeah. Um, but I, all right, let's talk about a few things that we were. Yeah, yeah. Disappointed, let's, in, and then we'll pick up the second half of the episode. Yeah. Um, but what, so, a um, couple things I would have done if if a few things I, I was a little disappointed by. I was disappointed by the death stuff in there. Um, I could have seen a couple more characters Absolutely. that we had more ties to go but i gotta say that out of the deaths that they did like they did them great because they did them in a believable way yeah that fit Sam's into Jorah the story. a little bit but um yeah Jorah but, lived a long time but he died doing what he'd always yeah. did you know and it was a Daenerys. cool it was a cool moment because it was one of the first times danny could actually pour out all her love for him yeah. after when he was dying yeah. in that moment um, but on top of that, it was just like badass to see this guy get up again and again, again. and again because he 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 lived to serve for Danny. And and correct me if I'm wrong, but he lived long enough to see that they all fell. Yes, yes, he did. So like his, at least he died knowing that Daenerys was gonna was live safe. through the night. Yep. Yeah, she was gonna live. Night. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think that was a bummer. I also. Uh, I guess I'm just team brand at this point, but, and I'm, again, I don't want this to turn into a thing where it's like, Oh, Luke, the guy who likes the prequels didn't like game of Thrones anymore. You know what I mean? Uh huh. I'm happy for Arya and I'm happy that she was the one to do it. But I think they, ha- they were, they met a crossroads, right? When the night King walked into the weir wood tree. Yeah. Where it was like, you could go anywhere you wanted you know what i mean and it's cool that the night king died and again it's awesome that Arya killed him but like what the hell is brand doing you know what i mean he's yeah. being built up as this wise creep and we've seen him warg into hodor we see him warg into the eagles he wargs into you know summer when she's around yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When he's around <laughs> um and we just we've seen him do so many incredible things. Like, why is he now so passive? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, my mind was going at a million RPM Mm -hmm. when the Night King got real close to Bran. Like, I saw a bunch of things. I saw, you know, Bran Worgen into the Night King. I even saw him being like, we did it. 
Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I, mean? I did that Night for King. a split second, even though I thought that theory was all BS. I thought that would be dumb, too. Yeah. Like, it wasn't really warranted. But that would have been nuts, too. Like, really yeah. unexpected to, like, say we did it or, like, just anything other than what happened. Yeah. And it's not like a disappointment because, again, I love Arya. Um, I love all of Arya. But <laughs> <laughs> that's a throwback to last week. Um, but, but, but it's like, it feels a little hollow to me. Yeah. Where that could have been your time to, I don't know. Like, I, I just feel like something from that was missing. Where yeah. I, like, Bran, when Bran was talking to Theon, he was like, I, I'm going to go now. And then, and then he just fucks off for the whole, like, what the hell was he yeah. doing? Yeah. He goes into the crows. And then he sees the Night King. Come back now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, now you can come back. But he was gone for that whole episode. Yeah. And then he comes back and is like, he he, he has a very, uh, really good send-off for Theon, which, yes. which makes that scene pretty heartbreaking. And I would have cried if I didn't hate Theon so much. But <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, Theon, charge to your death, you son of a bitch. Time to put this dream yeah. to an end, you know? Uh I I just feel like I I feel like it wasn't wasted, but it could have been different and maybe better. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's- so okay, let me let me let me finish off with this, and then I'll let you talk for a little bit. Yeah, I feel like I've just had so much to say about it that I've just been wanting to talk uh-huh. and talk and talk and talk. But uh, I I loved Arya's scene. I think that that is set in stone. But now I really need to see Bran do something cool. And I think that that was a really good opportunity to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, maybe he doesn't even kill the Night King. You know, you add on another 10 minutes, 20 minutes to let Arya do something. Uh-huh. But just in that battle anywhere, yeah. have Bran do something. Where he's not just, like, the paraplegic kid who, who like, setting up the stereotype that he can't do jack. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but fly around in a crow. Yeah. So anyway, I, we'll find out. Yeah. We'll find so out. so what's on you ramble for a little bit? Okay. What's, what's on your mind? So uh, I want to point out the callbacks that they did for oh, yeah. earlier things. Um, so uh, they call they definitely uh, paid off the Melisandre um, character arc in a lot of great ways. Um, we got to see her get her just desserts, you know, when she faded off um, for doing some Very of the Luke horrible Skywalker-y. things. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, I got to give a big shout out to Beric. He's one of the MVPs. Yeah. Dude, he's gotten shit in the past, yeah. but like, I kind of forgot the guy was a boss in this episode because yeah. he did some, there's two amazing things that I think he did. Um, one was when he snapped, uh, Clegane out of his stupor. Like, that was great. Look at her. Look at, yeah. Tell that to her. Tell that to her. And like, yeah. it was that moment for Clegor, uh, uh, Clegor. Clegane. God dig it. It's a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's good. If Gregor and Sander had like yeah. an awkward love child <laughs> born of incest, which is pretty popular on this show. It is very so. He, he would be, well, I don't even remember Clegor. I think it's Clegor. Clegor. God dang it. <laughs> Yours uh, redheaded stepchild. So, anyways, seeing Clegane go after her like that, and they both went off um, trying to help her through the castle, um, and then using himself as a shield to keep the so whites cool. back yeah. to let her finish off her mission. Yeah. Um, and then Melisandre, like, that's why he died. He, he served his purpose. Yeah. Which made me think. Spoilers for future possible season. John was brought back by the Lord of Light. 
Does that mean that his purpose is about to be ended or his service is about to be ended? I hope not. Because, I hope not too. But um, like Barrick has been established that he can die and come back and die and come back and die yeah. and come back and die and come back. But his lifeline was Thoris of Mir. And then he lost Thoris of Mir. So the next time he gets himself into a shady situation, like, I don't know, an army of 100,000 White Walkers storming <laughs> the castle. Gee, I wonder where we could find those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that will happen in the season. But um, you know that, like, that's that's it for him. And yeah. if they brought it back, that'd be a big problem for the yep. show. I think John never really had that lifeline. Mm-hmm. And I think his one token was spent on bringing him back so he should stay back. Yeah. You know, but if he dies again, I think it would have to be earned and it can be, it can still be earned. But I think, I think it's like, I feel like it's like brand doing something incredible. Like they missed their chance to kill Jon Snow, just like they missed their chance to have brand do something crazy where it's like last night was the time to kill people. Yeah. Like that's your time to do it. Yep. You can do it again with a Cersei battle, but with a Cersei battle, you have to kill, like, Daenerys or Cersei. Yep. With last night, you can kill Jon or have Bran do something cool or kill Bran. You know what I mean? Like, what situation is Bran going to get himself into now where he could die? Yeah, that's very true, very true. You know what I mean? Like, yep. why the hell would they bring him south? Yeah. So it, it's, <laughs> they're going to wheel him down south, like down the King's Road, you know? Just, oh, we had oh, a we're stuck on a, yeah. <laughs> Can't get it over at the log. <laughs> Exactly. Can you pick the chair up, please? <laughs> okay. And Winterfell's like right behind them still. <laughs> They're like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> Throw him off to the side that's of the how, road. That's how he dies. They just keep him on the side. <laughs> so anyway, I just, I feel like, I feel like characters have gained a lot of plot armor now. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So anyway, but. um, So a couple other moments that uh, I want to go back to. um, I... Down in the crypts, uh, seeing Sansa and Tyrion, um, I ship them. Have a moment. I ship them. I, I no, want to, to, but I'm em. not. You I, have to ship them. Part of me is it's a little creepy. Like she was like what, thirteen, fourteen when they got married, and he was probably like at least twenty five, thirty in the show. Yeah, like, that's true. But now she's like sixteen, seventeen. So much better. So much. No, no, she's got to be older than uh, Sansa or Arya because Arya in their pictograph that HBO sent out said that Arya was definitely eighteen in the show, but they aged her up because they like because they had to age Daenerys up because she was like thirteen in book one too. Yeah, and you definitely see a lot of Daenerys in season one. Yeah, 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 (laughs) that's true. So like. like Maisie Williams was 21 when they filmed that season. Uh huh. But I like the show is confusing. I think in the book, when we get to this point, they'll be whatever, like 16, 17, 18 years old. Yeah. So, but I think in the show, it's a lot like, I I think you just have to not think about those things Mm -hmm. because a, it's way different time. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, I get it. I get it. B it's like Sansa is older. You know what I mean? She's old in, in, in this show now. So, I, I, I ship them. I'm okay with it. I think I think the two of them would be good together. But yeah, it was a sweet moment because Tyrion gets another compliment that he's always deserved. Um, you're not just a smart man. You're not just a loyal man. And you're not just this person that is more brave than people put you up to. But you're a gentleman too. When like, was that? Um, what? When was that scene? 
Uh, it was when they're down at the Crips and like, uh, was that said? Was that audio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, really? Uh, Tyrion says uh, we should have stayed married. Yeah, yeah, uh, I remember that. And Sansa says uh, you're the best. Uh, you're the best of all three. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, so sweet. I totally shipped them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, then the last kicker on it, like. Uh, uh, that freaked me out for a second. I see Sansa pull the knife out. I was like, they going to kill themselves? I know. I thought like, hey, Romeo, Juliet. But I was like, she learned it from Cersei. Like, yeah. to not let let yourself be taken in a battle. Yeah. So I was like, oh, shit. And Tyrion's like, gives her the nod. I'm like, you both agree to suicide pact now? Like, yeah, right. But then he takes the knife to go protect them. Yeah. And uh, protect her people. They so. have to stay married now. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Sansa Lannister. They could continue the Lannister house that way. That is true. That is you know, true. Because uh, either Cersei's lying about the pregnancy or she's going to die. Yeah. And when she dies, I just implore everyone to not think about the fact that she's with child, if that's the truth. <laughs> just try not. Just, just try not over to. That. Just remember, like, I don't know, remember, like, the Sand Snake's death or, you know, just yeah, any yeah, other yeah, time yeah. you have Cersei on screen and be like, yeah, kill that bitch. Yeah, yeah. You know? So. <laughs> um, uh, another one that I wanted to point out was um, some great visuals with the dragons, I got to say. getting Viserion oh getting his face ripped off. God, dude, and the fire, oh. like, coming out of his cheek. Yeah. That was sweet. Um. Oh, that's what I want to talk about. The Night King is a master at playing chess. Oh, yeah. Like, he called every moment in that battle. Like, they should have lost. He just did not account for uh, Arya. Which at means all. Bran might be better at playing chess that is than true. the Night King is. Because if he called all that stuff. If, he if had he, to have. There's no way he just happened to get. Like,. I believe in coincidence in Game of Thrones, uh, but with a character like Bran, you're like, yeah, I'm like, he knew he destiny. Knew, he yeah. was on track with destiny because he definitely had seen, he definitely had seen Melisandre and Arya speak to each other. Yeah, you know, because like you've got all this. Bran's had so much time to spend in the weird. Like, why would he not check that up on his family? And he knew what Sansa was up to, so it's like, yeah, I I refuse to believe that like. He he must have seen some prophecy of the future of what was going to happen after this battle, mm-hmm. and then like put two and two together and been like, "This is this is all right." Because destiny is such a big part of Game of Thrones. It is very much so. Uh, so I think, I, I like I think Bran. I think people are sleeping on Bran, and they shouldn't be because he's he's playing the game. Yeah, just not the Game of Thrones. Just not that one. <laughs> Unless he's like, I'd like to sit on the Game of. Th- I'd like to sit on the throne. <laughs> I'm already sitting, so yeah, it's, it would be pretty easy. <laughs> I could just sit in there, and, and then, then well, everybody like, would come to me, right? And then, and then, if anyone disagreed, like Daenerys had just warged into her and be like, "Yeah, that's a good idea," <laughs> <laughs> and then, like warged back into himself. <laughs> and that's like the moment in the next episode where you see Daenerys like raising her glass. It's yeah. actually Bran warged into her, like, "Let's make Bran the knight, or, like the the, 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 the king." <laughs> That's all he wants. That's all he wanted. That's all he wanted. Get rid of the Night King, then we can do it. Then, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I can think of off the top of my head that I really want to touch on. No, there's just so um, much to the episode that's like... It, it's There are so many little pieces that were callbacks to other things. Um, 
and uh, seeing a lot of those things fulfilled is really cool. Like um, a lot of people talked about, like you know that uh, uh, Ned Stark's swords are finally together, so they can be at full strength. It can yeah. be at full strength yeah. again. Um, so seeing her and Jamie fighting side by side um, was a lot of fun to was see. Awesome. So, yeah. And then Arya when she started coming into battle because Ooh. we really haven't seen her put her skills to use since since season six. Yeah. So we were yeah. like, yeah, why hasn't she joined the fight yet? <laughs> and yeah. then she joins in and we're like, oh. Oh, man. She like, yeah. 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 I was like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can fight me all day long. <laughs> I'd knight you. What, what, what did he say? Like, I'd knight you 10, ten times. 10 times over. <laughs> so, yeah, I think uh, I, can't, I can't really say that's it for today. Because yeah. there's so much we glazed over and there's so much we missed from that episode. But. I think it was really good. What was your? What'd you give it? I'd give it um, probably. I'd give it a ten. I'd give, give it a ten. 10. It's yeah. definitely one of the most badass battle oh scenes that I've seen. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely up there with a, a more recently done battle scene. Um, so one that I can think of. Yeah, one that you can think of, and maybe a few other people. Maybe out there someone can think of. else can think of. <laughs> maybe some of you at home are putting two and two together, and you're like, "Fuckers!" And if I forget to take out that Avengers part, maybe you already know what we're talking about, <laughs> which is such a high possibility. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. I'll forget to do that. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's it's. It's ramping up because this this is like the moment that we're building up towards something, and we're like, can it get any bigger than this? Yeah, and I think it's going. I to, think it can because a lot of people are like, now that we've seen this big battle, everything's going to be anticlimactic after that. And it's like, no, I don't think it necessarily can be. I think that the next battle that we see, it may not be as big and as long as Winterfell, but I think that there's going to be a different type of climactic moment for yeah, this. Yeah, I, I going to be on a more personal. Yeah. Um, I think level. uh I I'm excited for that because you know, everyone's been talking about how they miss, you know, the good old days of Game of Thrones and it really looks like that's where we're heading where they got all of the big fantasy battle yeah. stuff out of the way. Like you see like Tell me what's more fan- fantastical than two dra- three dragons in the sky? With like clouds swirling below them, uh huh, doused in moonlight. Yeah, like if I if I Google fantasy backgrounds, I bet I'd find a hundred images very similar to that. Yes, oh you yeah, know, yeah, and yeah. That, that's like fantasy. And now that we're back to grounded in reality, with mm-hmm. the exception of dragon, which yep. we got to get over that. Um, I it's it's go time. You know, yeah. it's it's. I think we're gonna see some political maneuvering again, where we we've got some season two, season three stuff. Yeah going on so, so I look forward um, to it. Uh here's a question for you. Sure. Rhaegal and Ghost, are they dead? Ghost I, is wasted this season. Yeah. <laughs> again, I I think again you had you had last night to to put Ghost to his potential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he I think he just shows up and he's like, "Hey, guys, I'm still here. It's me. I'm still here." Rhaegal's a different story. Yeah. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Actually, see- know the truth. No, he's I dead. I do know. I do know oh, if you he's do. dead or Is not. Is he alive? He's alive. Uh, do you, how do you know that? The previews for next week definitely give oh, it away. Oh, they, they show the two of them? That's <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious. I'm not paying as much attention as I should be. 
I'm just tired from work. Honestly. I just wanted to see if you knew that or not. No, That's I, what did. I, was I doing didn't. That. I didn't. I knew. I knew Drogon. <laughs> so is Ghost in the? I didn't see Ghost, Ghost in the trailer, okay. but we didn't see his moment. We didn't see a death moment. So it could be the same thing with the Shaggy Dog incident. Like yeah. we don't see the death. Yeah. Um, but. Who knows? And we also did John not. doesn't seem to give a fuck. So yeah, seriously, he's like, I got a fucking dragon he's now. Like, like, a dragon and a really hot aunt. Yeah. <laughs> Hang wait, on. Wait, wait, something's wrong with this picture. <laughs> I got a dragon. <laughs> I got a dragon. <laughs> Have you seen my soul? It's it's nice and long and shiny. You got great accents. <laughs> I got shit accents, fucker. Uh, I'm not trying to be some audio like voice actor mm, that's guy. Fair. i wanted to be one. Oh yeah but yeah. that's a story for a different time yes join us thursday when we discuss ready player one yes uh, and uh for ready player two we should name it ready player part two <laughs> with the one in parentheses <laughs> after <laughs> that's gonna be our least viewed episode in so long <laughs> I don't know about that. No uh, one cares about Ready Player One I anymore. think it's going to be fun. There's no one. Hey, Siri. I'll push it. Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. She never works when you hey, want her Siri. to. Hey, well, Siri. It's because we're recording. She knows hey, that Siri. we're recording. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I work for Apple now, and yeah. I'm trying to set a good example. Is Ready Player One even worth talking about? Thanks, Siri. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and on other news, I quit Apple. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll see you coming from the streets of homelessness next week. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. We do a podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at Know Nothing Nerds at Facebook.com or just searching Know Nothing Nerds in the Facebook uh, search bar. You can find us on Twitter at KN Nerds or you can email us at Know Nothing Nerds at Gmail.com, Old Crow style. Old Crow. Send us a raven. Nice. Send us a raven, uh, and uh, be sure to like, subscribe, do all that stuff. Share with our friends, with your friends and our friends. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know our friends. You know our friends. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> Shed a tear for us. Yeah. <laughs> and then give it, and then and then and then share our podcast with someone else so that more people can hear our nonsense. We should be the no. Never mind. All right, we'll see you guys. <laughs> we'll see you guys on Thursday. Goodbye. Bye.